In today's highly competitive mortgage industry, building profitable relationships with real estate agents is essential for success. However, finding effective ways to secure agent relationships can be a challenge. With so many mortgage loan originators vying for the attentions of real estate agents, it can be difficult to stand out and establish meaningful connections. Our new case study featuring loan officer Chris Coghill is a must read. Chris has closed a remarkable 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals. And in this case study, he shares his proven strategies for building strong relationships with real estate agents and leveraging those relationships to drive more business. To get your hands on this resource, head over to locasestudy.com and download your free copy of the case study today. You'll find actionable insights and practical tips that Chris used to close 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals and how you can too. Don't miss out. Go check it out right now. Visit locasestudy.com and download your free copy today. Welcome to Mortgage Marketing Radio, brought to you by the Mortgage Marketing Institute, your number one source for truth in mortgage marketing. Hey, everybody, it's Jeff Zimfer. Welcome to this episode of Mortgage Marketing Radio. Thank you for tuning in. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to June. It is officially the halfway point of 2019. Question I have for you, like I have for most loan officers that I work with, and that is, where are you? Are you on track? Are you where you had planned to be, expected to be? Are you ahead? Are you behind? Are you right where you should be? Have you checked in and looked? Now's the time to evaluate. Now's the time to see, hey, we're flying this plane. We've got a destination, right? If I'm a pilot and I'm flying from LA to New York, I got to check in along the way. I got to look at my instruments, my flight plan. Am I on track to reach that destination six months from now? This would be a good point to check in and look at your numbers, look at your closed year-to-date fundings, look at your average conversion ratios on loan apps to actual funded loans. Start asking yourself questions. Start to notice where things need to be shored up. Where do you need to put your attention and focus? For most, I will say it simply comes down to the basics of sales activities. If you've been listening to me long enough, you've heard me say, right? if you want to grow your business, it's simple. Two things will do that for you. Talk to more people or get better at the people you're already talking with. When I say get better, what I mean is get better at getting them to choose you, whether that's referral partners, whether that's consumers, and how do you get better? You get better by studying, by getting a mentor, getting a coach. You get better by learning, by getting yourself around other people that raise up your game. You know, if you're going to play tennis, for example, use this old kind of cliche example. If you want to get good at tennis, do you play tennis with somebody who's just as good as you? No. You play tennis with somebody who's better than you. Why? Because they demand more of you. Because you need to tap into that area of yourself that maybe you haven't been forced to tap into before. That's why it makes sense to get around the right people who can not only show you the how, right? Tap into your why, give you some of that support, that accountability, Um, and just, you know, I mean, sometimes just call you out on your stuff when you need to be. And sometimes it helps for people to kind of show us the ropes, give us a shortcut, cut, lay out the roadmap for us, help us see our blind spots. All right. That's what a lot of us have. So how can we address all of this at the halfway point of 2019, depending on where you're at? I'd love for you to finish strong. I'm not sure where you're at. I'd love to hear from you. You can email me anytime podcast at mortgagemarketingradio.com. Where are you? What's your number one challenge right now? What's going well? I'd love to hear feedback from you. And if you're looking for a place to raise up your game, to get around people who will hold you accountable, who, where you will get ideas and strategies and a roadmap and a plan to execute every single week in your local market with the primary focus on building a relationship-based business that's purchase-focused with the first pillar of your business being realtor referrals. And by and large, by casting a wide net first and then following a proven system and plan to narrow that focus down to the key, the few key strategic realtors that you truly do want to go deep with. How do you do that? You've got to get in front of a lot of agents. You've got to put the law of large numbers in your favor 
We do that at the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership by equipping you to get in front of maximum agents in minimum time and convert a healthy percentage of those agents to profitable referral partners. How? By teaching agent classes, by getting butts in the seats, delivering an awesome value-added presentation that educates realtors, that aligns them with you, making you become their go-to lender because you are adding more value than anybody else. And by the way, that's not just closing a loan on time. That's part of it. But today you need to do more. Want help? Want to learn how to grow your personal brand? Want to learn how to get started with Instagram, YouTube, Facebook ads, video marketing, Facebook Live? All that more is available inside our Mortgage Marketing Pro membership. You can go look at a brief video I put up. Check it out at mortgagemarketing.pro for more details there. It might be right for you. I don't know. That's for you to decide. Okay. On to this week's show. My special guest, I'm really thrilled at uh, the opportunity I had to sit down with my special guest at the recent Mastermind Summit uh, that took place in Vegas about a week ago. Uh, my man, Akshay Patel, also known as AK Patel. So AK has been... Uh, what I loved is that AK actually told me that when he started his mortgage career, which is just a mere two, two and a half years ago, he's only 24 years old. Um, speaking of looking for mentors and guidance and somebody you know, extending a hand up to help you up, a hand out to help you up. He graciously told me that this podcast was one of the podcasts that helped him navigate his journey uh, to his current status right now. So I'm grateful for that, AK, if you're listening. And uh, he and I had a chance to sit down for about an hour at the Mastermind Summit in Vegas and really just got to know each other really well. I got to know his story and uh, just an incredible young man to have such clarity and confidence at such a young age. Uh, really says a lot about him as an individual, probably his parents as well. But um, year to date, uh, AK and his team, right? He's got a business partner that he works with. So they're at 40 million for the year. Uh, I think that's 67 units uh, that he's done year to date at the six month mark. And so that being only two years as a, as a full-time originator is pretty darn impressive. And what's interesting though, is you'll hear AK has got very, uh, very specific strategies, dialogues, tra- talk tracks, and so forth for how to really get significant traction and engagement from local real estate agents what to say when you call them up. I love some of the scripting and stuff that we go through on this podcast to help you get appointments with uh, buyer's agents, cross-sell listing agents, um, create community and camaraderie and have fun with real estate agents, only work with the ones that are fun. You know what I mean? He talks about his uh, star program that he's got for agents, basically his target list of 15 agents and has kind of a star diagram of agents that he really wants to go deep with and work with. And we talk about the whole process he's got around that. The big takeaway I see with AK here is that he's got standards in terms of who he's willing to work with. And he doesn't sacrifice those standards. There's a certain standard of the type of professional he wants to work with. And right, if they don't fit that mold, A, he doesn't work with them or B, he moves them out and makes room for somebody who does. So I think you really dig the conversation we have that for such a young person, a quote millennial, where a lot of the hype and buzz is around, right? Everything online and all that kind of stuff. You'll hear how he has, is building, right? A quote traditional. I hate using that word traditional because look, what works, works. I don't care if it was invented a hundred years ago or 10 minutes ago. If it works, then do it. And by the way, not everything works for all people or it works equally well all the time. So I'm always saying you've got to get clear on what works for you. Here's what I know does work consistently. See, here's here's the interesting thing, right? Principles don't change, tactics do. One principle that doesn't change in this business is relationships. That will not change. The question is, what are the tactics you use to build that relationship? I wanted to have AK on here today to talk about his tactics for building a strong, solid referral-based realtor-focused referral business, but also we're going to delve into some of the stuff he's doing online as well on social media. So I think you'll enjoy this episode as much as I did chatting with AK about it. And uh, before we go, I got to give you quick two quick shout outs. Uh, if you guys are new listeners to the podcast, I appreciate you. And uh, if you're a longtime listener, thank you for being here. I do this for you. It is a labor of love. I wanted to give a... Um, what I'm starting to do now is actually just uh, read podcast reviews. So that for those of you who haven't yet left a review, I sure would appreciate you doing so. 
because that helps me know that we're doing a good job and that helps us reach more people. So here's a, a quick review for you from Katie Shive. What's up, Katie? If you're listening, Katie says, hands down, the best podcast out there for mortgage professionals. Oh, thank you. As someone who manages marketing for two loan officers, I have come to rely on this podcast. The interviews are always interesting, relevant, and packed with gold. Thanks, Jeff, for creating an awesome tool for our industry. Thank you, Katie. Really appreciate you taking a moment to let us know how much of a pod, uh, an impact this podcast is making to you. And one last thing before I before I go, for those of you who do want to check out more about the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership, um, once again, you can do that at mortgagemarketing.pro. Got to give a shout out to my friend Ben Barrett at First Bank. Ben did a class, had 48 agents attend one class. Two brokers asked him to present the class for their office. He immediately got a loan application and a top 10 local agent attended his class. So he's getting a lot of traction fast. And uh, you can learn more about how people are getting great results over at the Mortgage Marketing.pro membership. With that said, let's get into this week's show. AK, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Cool connecting with you. Yes. Uh, really cool connecting with you. And just to kind of set it up for the listeners, you and I met in person finally at the recent Mastermind yeah. Summit in Vegas, which was awesome event. Awesome to connect with you in person, yeah. which leads us here today because you've been we've been following each other on Instagram and other socials for a while. And yeah. you're doing some really cool things. But here's the cool here here's here's why you and I are talking today. Is because you and I sat down for probably an hour, right? At that table. Yeah. Um, yep. we're having a good uh, good conversation. Yeah, man, we talked about like lots of different things, um, but there were some really some key nuggets that I pulled out of our our time together that I thought would be relevant to to share with our listeners. So before we get into that, give them just a quick, you know, who's AK, how long in the biz, and what's your year to date so far? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm Akshay Patel. I'm a next level lender. Is where you can find me on Instagram. I'm in uh, San Diego, downtown San Diego. I have my own branch over there. I uh, started off in uh, PRMG and now I'm with Easy Fundings Home Loans with, uh, you know, Tano Capadani over here in Ranch Cucamonga. I've uh, been in the biz for about, well, I've been originating for about two years, been in the biz for about five years now. Started off as a intern, mortgage intern, getting coffee and stuff like that for everyone and uh, <laughs> went marketing and then processing and uh, did that whole shtick and learned kind of everything and then ended up getting a junior LO license and then started just flying after I graduated from college year to date, we're just a little under uh, 40 mil. So that's, uh, that's good. That's good for right now. I want to get to about 150 a year. That's the goal. <laughs> yep. Okay. So what jumps out uh, uh, you know, to me first about that is, so it's June when people are listening to this, it's June. And so we're at the six month mark. We're 50% of the way into 2019. You've been um, originating on your own roughly two years, right? Yeah. Okay. And you're already at 40 million for this year already. Correct. So that's a, that's a friggin' like stopper right there. That's like a, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Dude's two years in 40 mil. I mean, you know, there's people that have been doing this, by the way, how many units is that roughly just to give people a sense? You're an SD. So it's not too many. It's like, it's like 67. 67. Like there. Yeah, yeah. So it's not too much. We, we had a, we, we got a lot. So I ended up getting in with, uh, with a few people in Beverly Hills and got a lot of those Ooh. million dollar price point loans. Uh-huh. Did a few of the been doing a lot with fund loans where we've been doing more of like the stated income type loans and stuff like that. So we've been getting a lot of the 1.6, 2 million, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I have a business partner as well. So that counts in his production, but mm-hmm. we do everything kind of like in the branch under my yeah. name. Yeah. So I don't want to take all the credit for that. You know, I would say for my personal, but we're probably half and a half. So personally, I'm probably at right around 20. Okay. All right. Cool. But so how are you able to, you're in San Diego. How are you able to break into Beverly Hills? Through a lot of events. I go to a lot of events like you did. So we met at Mastermind, right? Yeah. I let a, I met a lot of my agents uh, in Success Summit and Tom Ferry, Sales Edge, um, a lot of the Tom Ferry events. You know, I go to a lot of those all the time. Yeah. And so, I mean, I got in with Douglas Elliman. Oh yeah, sure. Great. Of, yeah. And a few of those guys moved over to the Beverly Hills office and I was friends with them and you know, played golf with them and kind of did that whole thing. And then they, uh, they ended up kind of sending over deals my way and we okay. were able to extract some people from all that and get referrals and go from there. So I love, I love the idea. Are you attending the Tom Ferry events? I'm going to, I think I kind of know the answer, but I'm going to ask it yeah. for the listeners, right? What's your purpose for attending the Tom Ferry events? There's, there's multiple purposes. So for me, it's, uh, it's to show my agents that we always need to sharpen our, our swords. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So one thing that I do for success summit and I do it every year and I started it last year. It's not a tradition unless you do it two years in a row. Um, and, uh, it's, we get a big house and I grab like nine to 12 agents and we, we stay there. We go to, uh, I get somebody to come down last year. I had, um, Austin Zayback, which is, uh, I think he, he works with, uh, Cody Sperber and he has his own company, legacy marketing, and he does that whole thing. And I had him come down and, and he kind of hung out with us for a week as well. He runs the Zayback group in Arizona and he's just a phenomenal guy. He, you know, he does really well in the industry. He does really well in, as an entrepreneur in general. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we had him do like just discussions with us. How do you build your Instagram? How do you, how do you market yourself correctly? How to be a, like how to be a better agent, all that kind of stuff. And so I did kind of like masterminds every night after the success summit. So you know, that involved us drinking and we had like a pool. So we're just kind of chilling in the jacuzzi or in the pool and stuff like that. Right after mastermind mastermind ends at five, you know, and a lot of people just either go to the hotel bar and hang out there for hours or they just go to their room and they don't do anything. And for, for us, I go like, everyone take good notes. We're going to go over the notes. We're going to have some drinks. We're going to do a little mastermind, go over what was the key points that you guys took from it and kind of turn it into this big extra event that you, that you actually absorb everything that you took from that event. So mm. that's something I do every year. We I get all their tickets because I'm in Tom Ferry coaching. So I get it for a discount. So I get all their tickets and then I get the house and we go over there and we send it and we have a good time. We learn a lot and we come back and everyone's just amped. We're pumped. Last year about a videographer with me. So right. we had a lot of good content come from that. Yep. Saw that. Um, and so the, the agents you're bringing to the Tom Ferry summit, are these all existing relationships? I bring I bring my key my key people, which are like about three four people, three four guys that send me that I have a hundred percent loyalty with, and then I bring in about uh, the other half are new people or a okay. team. And so, so how how do you find uh, you do you know them at some level before that invite goes out, right? Yeah, it's usually yeah. people that know me from Instagram because I had so I did a video ad for the Tom Ferry Summit um, after from the videographer that the video that he did because mm-hmm. I I I was like I'm gonna keep on doing this, so then I did the video ad and I get agents that hit me up and go like, Hey, I want to be a part of that. How do I, you know, be a part of it? I'm like, well, you're welcome to come by the house, but I mean, why, mm-hmm. why, why do we want, why, what are we, what are you going to bring to the, what are you going to bring to the house? What are you going to bring to the mastermind? Yeah. Because I want to make sure that I have people that are, that are actually discussing. They're not just there right. doing nothing and just kind of, you know, just being a waste of space for a lot of make sure people. it's the right, right person. Yeah. 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 You want someone that's going to actually uh, contribute to everything that we're doing, right? Mm -hmm. Someone that's actually going to be there, actually talk in the mastermind, give good points, take good notes in the mastermind and be a good time to be around. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a guy that's going to be like very off put from working with someone that has a boring personality. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's a big lesson, obviously, in working with people who share similar values and traits and all that. Yeah. Um, okay. So that I'm, I'm just pausing here for a minute because that's a pretty smart, cool strategy. It used to, remember back in the day, years ago, people were doing that. Like they would like, rent a bus and go somewhere with agents, you know, yeah. a golf, golf outing, wine tasting, whatever. So it's similar to that concept. But the fact that you're actually combining education and of course you go to that summit and it's a friggin' rock show, you feel great. Yeah. And that, that you're masterminding after that. Um, I'm assuming what comes out of that is, I mean, dude, there's no selling, right? It's just, dude was awesome. Great to see you hang with you. And then the next thing you know, they're calling you with leads and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it paid for itself. I mean, and and that, that event altogether with success summit tickets and with, uh, the house, which was $1,500 a night, it was, it's not cheap to get an Airbnb that's for 12 people. Right. It was like, I think the bill came out to being like Mm $7,500, right? But when you dial it back and I got four deals out of it, it's like in the first two deals paid for that. Right. And then everything else was gravy. And, it, and there are deals that I probably wouldn't have gotten mm-hmm. if I didn't do something like that, do a, be a little different. And plus the, the content itself, I feel is worth it. Yeah. You know, having the videographer there, they felt, they felt good because they were getting followed around with a camera and stuff. And they're like, oh, I feel, you know, like this is different. I don't usually do stuff like this. Yeah. And, they're all, and they're all dressing nicer and stuff because they want to be on camera and look good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so you're basically, you know, um, living and breathing, you know, what you, you, you preach and how you're showing up in social media. It's not fake. It's phony. You're, you're doing that every single day. Yeah. I do that. We have a videographer that we have on staff that follows us right. around and we do video content all the time. I mean, you've seen it. We, I do a lot of that video content. 
yep. um, because it's important. I mean, you do it yourself. I know that you do a lot of the video content and stuff like that. And you started doing right. more and more. Yeah. You, I saw you started doing more and more like, like probably the end of last year, you started pushing it more and you're doing that. Like, I think there was a one time you were doing like a 30 day challenge of videos or something. I, I wasn't 30 days or 60 or something. Thank God but, it was only 12 days, but <laughs> 12 days, 12 days. but yeah. So, I mean, like that's that in itself, there's something to learn from that. There's a lot of people that don't, that don't want to put themselves out of their comfort zone. But when you do, yeah, you really kind of, you grow. Yep. Whether yep. it's 12 days, 30 days, 60 days, you're going to grow in that time span. Yeah, that's interesting. So it makes me think of, I know some of the things I'm doing here locally with agents is um, like, and we're going to get into your mastermind concept, but to your point is we need to help agents get out of their comfort zone. You and I were talking just before I record and I was trying to, um, you know, meeting with a small group of agents and putting up a video challenge, right? Yeah. And, and, and yet, you know, still the resistance is there. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, oh, blah, 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 blah. I mean, do you face that? And then how do you help realtors get through that resistance of video? I bring them to my office and then I put a video in front of them and I don't tell them. That's exactly <laughs> what I do. What do you mean? They just come sit down and you're, you're filming? Well, yeah, well, I have, I have a, so I have the videographer there, right? So he's on staff. So he's in the room. We'll sit on the couch and then he'll come by and he'll kind of grab like little bites, you know? And like take little videos of that. And then we'll make a video of us meeting and, and then we'll do, then I'll just tell them, Hey, like just play off of me. Let's just have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Act like the video is not there. Act like the camera's not there at all. Let's just have a conversation. And then we're going to pivot. And then we're going to have you do a few videos for yourself so that you can sell yourself to your clients. Maybe we can do one for listings. Maybe we do one for buyers and maybe we can do one for educational tips for everyone. You know, and so that's that's kind of what I do with them. And then a few of the agents, when they're when they're feeling really comfortable, or they've already been on camera, then I'll go like, let's do a walk and talk video. That's that's way better. As we live in downtown, we work in downtown. Let's go, let's go downtown. Let's go have the guy in front of us. Let's go walk. Let's talk. Let's have a good time. Let's go grab some coffee, a beer, or something. Yeah, and let's have a good conversation. And a lot of the times, and I mean, I'm not in any way endorsing alcohol. I do love it, but. <laughs> It's liquid courage. You know what right. I mean? You have a little bit of, you have a little bit of beer, a little bit of whiskey in you or something like that. People are going to be more, uh, they're going to, they're going to talk. They're going to loosen up. Yeah. yeah. They're going to be loose. They're going to, they're going to talk a little bit more freely and they're going to talk to you and they're going to be themselves. They're not going to be as nervous, you know? Yeah. And that reminds me. So here's an idea. Uh, you can do a video version of this. Um, uh, you might've heard me talk about this in the past, the headshot happy hour. All the agents yeah. need, need an updated headshot. So host a happy hour. You got your videographer set up over here with the damn green screen. Boom. Have a couple of drinks. Do your little agent profile video. That's funny. You said that. We actually were thinking about doing something like that. There's a place called the Pendry um, here in downtown. And it's got this scenic area, beautiful, great bar. Mm. And the background of it is just perfect. And so I told my, my, my business partner, Josh, I was like, hey, why don't we just do a happy hour up there? give them two free drinks or whatever. And then if they want to buy after that and get drunk, then they can do that themselves. We're not going to pay for it. Right. Um, but we have them, we give them a headshot and then we just give them that one thing. And then we can offer them up to do a video with us at our office after and kind of like, kind of like sell a meeting, almost like sell an appointment to do mm-hmm. a video. Mm-hmm. Because when we're, when we're, when we're doing the video with them, we offer them to do a video. It's more than just like, Hey, we want to help you out and get you, get you a video to put on your Instagram. We also lock in an appointment to sit down with them and talk to them. Because outside of that, you go, you want to grab coffee for 15 minutes? I want to tell you uh, how I can help you grow your business as a, as a mortgage lending partner for you. And the, people are like, ah, I already got my mortgage lender partner. It's like when you come at them as a social media person, sometimes we don't even tell them we're lenders. We just, hey, you want to come by our office, do a video? You can see what they, and then they, they figure out we're lenders by looking at our Instagram and stuff like that. And then we get a chance to talk and it ends up creating somewhat of a, a, a more fluid relationship and they might not send us deals immediately, but we're, we're in their, we're in their, their sites, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're in the well, concert. I, I think that the, the takeaway there is, and this all transition into something else I heard you say, the takeaway there is that you're not leading with your hand out. Yeah. Um, you're not leading with the ask, with the intent you're leading. There was a, somebody had the, the quote at the mastermind summit. I forget what it is instead of your hand out or whatever, but, um, uh, you're, you're leading with giving first, right? And so that's induces reciprocation right out of the gate. Now, this makes me think about something I heard you say, which is, tell me a little bit about, there's this idea I heard about you prospecting real estate agents, looking at my notes here, 
when you're calling agents and you get the, Hey, you know, we've already got a lender. I'm all cool. I'm all set. You know what I mean? Yeah. You say, you say something very interesting. You know what I'm talking about here? Yeah. 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 I tell them that that's cool. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to impede on their business. I'm not trying to be your first. I'm okay with being a backup. I'm okay with being your backup backup. But honestly, I want, I want you to know me because you are going to see me on the end of a transaction for sure. And I'm doing my, my clients a due diligence because I want, I want their offers when they come in on your listings, because you're a rock star. that my pre-approval is there. You know who I am and you trust me. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to be more fluid with my clients and maybe that'll win their offer. Yeah. I thought that was pretty brilliant, man. What's, what's your take rate on, on that offer? Almost like I would say like 80%. For the most part, it throws them off. Yeah, yeah, you know, for sure. <laughs> a lot of time. I don't ask for a lot of time. And and it's and it's almost like a it's almost like a cocky confidence, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like yeah. you're saying that you, I know for a fact that my pre-approval is gonna end up on your desk very soon. Mm-hmm. And you're a rock star because you know you're gonna get a lot of listings and a lot of my buyers are gonna want your listings. I really love that. I mean, you could play that, uh, you know, play it further out too, where like my head is thinking, you know, I know that you're going to see a pre-approval come on on the other side of a, of a listing that you're working on. And here, and, and I want you to feel hundred percent confident that when you see my yeah. name on that pre-approval, you know, you've got a rock solid deal. Best way to do that is let's grab 15 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever. So we can, you know, yeah. if you even say this, I want to get to, I want to meet other like-minded professionals, top producers in the market. It makes sense that we network with each other. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it great. makes them feel good. It makes them feel good about you. Yeah. And everyone's kind of open for 15 minutes. I'll even, I, if, they, if they're saying no, they're like, all right, well, how about a 15 minute Zoom call? Uh huh. Just mm-hmm. so you can see my face and give them a face to it in. Because uh-huh. the phone call is not going to do much. All right. So while we're on this thread right here, do you do any other things like cross selling listing agents during transactions, stuff like that? By cross selling listing agents, what do you mean? So, I mean, you are handling the buyer transaction and you're using that transaction. Oh, oh. To, to sell the listing agent. Yeah. So a lot of the times when it's, uh, sometimes my agents and I'm, and it's, it's almost like the same thing when you're, when you're doing a dual representation, uh. right. On the, on the seller side of it, when you're in real estate mm-hmm. that you want to, you have a buyer and then you, or you have a listing and then you have to do your due diligence to your listing, but then you also grab the buyer and you have to be your due diligence to them. But it's more geared towards the listing, right? Right. So my thoughts are are like, all right, well, when I'm working with a buyer's agent, I kind of get their feel with it. I ask them first out of respect, hey, are you okay with me pursuing this agent's business during this transaction? Mm-hmm. Because that means I'm going to give them a lot of updates. They're going to know a lot about the transaction and I don't want to impede on your negotiations. Because some people and you know, like some people that I know that I've worked with, they're just don't talk to the listing agent at all. I, I want to be the one to talk to them. I, and so like, it's, it's like, I'm not going to lose a buyer's agent because I'm yeah. trying to get one other person's business. You know, I can get that person's business after. And mm-hmm. so a lot of the times that's what it ends up being actually, because they want me to be on their side. They want, right. they don't want to feel like I'm on, on the listing agent side or anything like that, you know? And I get that. Mm-hmm. And so after the transaction or at the beginning of the transaction, when I first call them, I always make an initial, everyone should make an initial phone call when you send in the offer to introduce yourself, make them feel comfortable. And then you talk to the listing agent, you tell them, Hey, Mr. And Mrs. Listing agent, I'm, my name is Akshay Patel. I'm working with so-and-so buyer with this agent. I wanted to make sure that you knew how qualified my buyers were, how awesome they were and how much we're going to be able, how quickly we're going to be able to close for you guys. And I wanted to make sure that I know all the details of the transaction. So we're good to go. Also, I want to just really quick, keep a little nugget in your ear. If I can do this in X amount of time and ensure that you get X amount of updates, will you be open to meeting me with co- meeting me for coffee after? Just a quick and easy like ask yep. up front. Right. And I mean, that's probably like a 50-50 shot. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are like, oh, you know, that's that's cute. But uh <laughs> <laughs> But some of them are open to it. They're, They're like, like, yeah, I haven't heard that before. Nice one, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. But some of them, some of them are like, you know what? I'm open to it. And they're some, right. sometimes they're blowing smoke up your skirt, and sometimes they're not. Hey, well, you know, if you got a fifty percent, you know, every time you you laid a dollar down in Vegas, right, and fifty percent of the times you got a dollar back or two yeah. bucks back, right, that's pretty good ROI. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that gets you in front of listing agents, right? Yeah, and I actually do like working with listing agents because there's more content to be made that way. And so that's, it's good because I mean, when you have, you have the ability to kind of go like, Hey, I'm going to, 
get this video done for you. I'm going to have my videographer do drone shots of your listing and take the fit, the pictures and everything for you. And uh, just put me on this cross-qualifying lender. All right. So you hit on something there. Okay. Let's not let that fly by. Yeah. Put me on as cross qual as, as lender. Um, let's first of all, explain for those people who didn't catch that or, or need a little explain, explaining what that is and how you actually get that done and what percentage of listing agents are willing to do that. Yeah. So I think a hundred percent of listing agents are willing to put someone on there as a cross qualifying lender. I mean, all, all offers that come in must cross qualify with my lender. And the way that you sell it is, Hey, I don't want you to waste any of your time. And just like a little extra added thing. I do this with Fizbo's as and treat them as like listing agents. When I, w- when I first started, I called Fizbo's up and I let them know like, Hey, you're not represented by a listing agent. You're not represented by anyone. You're not really protected here. Yeah. Like, I, I know the last thing that you want to do is waste your time. That's probably waste your time or your money. So how about I'm, I'm, I go on, you tell everyone that comes in that, that sends in an offer that they have to cross qualify with me to make sure that they're good to go so that you don't put in any bad offers or anything like that on your property so that you don't have to get into escrow and then end up it falling out. And then now your physical looks even less attractive. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and it's like, and they're like, what's the catch? Well, it's like, there's no catch. I don't, I'm not, I don't cost anything. The only thing that I do is help you out. Yeah. I mean, in the hopes that maybe you want to work with me on your next purchase, or if someone comes in without a lender and they just kind of walk off the streets, well, then I can get first kick at it. Mm-hmm. How did that go when you were doing that? I got probably like 20% of Fizbo's let me do it because a lot of them just put down the phone before I even had a chance to talk to them because they've been getting called by 276 realtors all day, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it kind of ruins it. Yeah. But, um, but on the listing agent side for the cross call, I think like 100% of them will take it. And the, the reason why it's important is because you're just trying to sell them on, I don't want to waste your time. And you're able to sell me to your, your list, your seller. And that way I've gotten a lot of buyers from that because the seller, I try to, I try to make sure that I have them explain mm-hmm. in the listing presentation why I'm going to be a part of the transaction, even if I'm not their, their lender. You're having the listing agent explain that to who? The seller. The seller, really. It's yeah, like a value add. Seller. It's like a value yeah, add in their listing presentation, right? Yeah, it's a value add. Hey, yeah. by the way, every offer that comes in, we're going to make sure we're going to triple check it with, with my lender and make sure that they're good to go. If they have a pre-approval, great. But to me, it's just, it's just white noise un- unless it gets a check mark by my lender. Yeah, unless that realtor knows and trusts that lender, which in some communities may happen. Um, I love this concept. I want to hang out here for a second because it's interesting. When I was selling my house uh, back in Orange County, I actually asked the listing agent who's the top agent in that county, sold like 60, 70 homes or something. Um, It's a rock star. And uh, I asked him if, if he would be open to doing that. And basically, his answer was basically no, to be honest with you. For a cross qualifying lender? Yeah, basically, when he got an offer in, I I said, "Do we want to have this offer um, pre-approved, cross-qualified by your lender?" And and I know this comes up sometimes, but his answer to that was, he doesn't feel that that's appropriate or necessary because the agent on the other side he knows very well and trusts and has actually worked with that lending institution before. So he was like, "I get what you're asking, Jeff, but I think in this situation, not necessary." Yeah, yeah, no, I just haven't put on MLS. Sometimes there's ways like. I mean, I've been on it before where I even tell the agent or I even tell like my buyer's agent. I'm like, dude, I know that guy. I know who he works with and that guy knows what he's doing. Yeah. Okay, good. Perfect. Now let's, let's roll back though to, cause I've talked about this concept a lot. As a matter of fact, I got to credit my old homie, Walter Sanford from Long Beach, California. I don't know if you know that name at all. Ever no, heard of back no, in the day, one of the old school coaches, um, he used to sell a house a day every day for almost 10 years. He did that up in Long Beach. Damn. Rockstar. Um, anyway, I used to have him come and do a lot of my seminars for agents, right? Back in the day. Yeah. And, um, and he started teaching these strategies. So p- picture this. You imagine like somebody like Tom Ferry, maybe not as big. Sorry, Walter, if you're listening, but, but it's got a pretty big name. And you got this guy flying in to give a seminar to 100 agents. And he's saying, you need to write Jeff in and do a cross call and all, boom, right? Just blow up. Yeah. yeah. Now, when I've talked about this idea to loan officers that are listening right now, yes, you know who I'm talking about. I get a variety of responses. I get, ooh, pushback. Ooh, I don't know if my agents would go for that. Oh, wow. But what? I mean, what, what the, what's the harm in asking though? Mm-hmm. There's no harm in asking. If you ask, you might get it. You might not, but it's not like it hurt you to ask them to say like, hey, 
do you mind putting me on as cross qualifying lender on your thing? You just don't, you don't go like, can I be a cross qual on your, on your listing, please? Like that's, that's just being like, why, why do you want to do that? But Hey, you come at it as a value add to them. Presentation. And then it, exactly. It's all about presentation, how you sell it. It's yeah. like selling a cross qual is a product that we sell just mm-hmm. like a conventional loan is a product and FHA is a product. VA is a product. It's a, it's a product. That's a service that we offer like to that. agents. Yeah. And so, and so it's like, how do you sell it to them? Mm-hmm. Well, right. What's the value to them? And that's why I like the way you, you positioned it. And this is where I think a lot of LOs and like you and I went to the mastermind training. We heard some, some brilliant scripting and dialogue in there from, yeah. from, from people. And, and I think it's kind of a lost art, right? Where so many LOs are falling into the rate quote jockey situation, 30 year fixed five, whatever. And it's like, no dude, there needs to be a full on customer experience, referral partner experience. Yeah. You know, so l- let's, let's keep playing this out here. You're approaching a realtor with this cross call pitch. How do you just a brief version? How do you pitch that to them? What's the value to them? The value to them. So I, I'll, this is how I would go about it. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mr. And Mrs. Listening agent. I, I know that you're going to be getting this new listing. Awesome. Great job on it. By the way, I have a few different products I can help you out with, with uh, getting you a video on the house and pictures and all that kind of stuff. One thing that I do always ask a lot of my listing agents, and the reason why I ask it is because I like to save you guys time. Because time means that you guys get to go out there, get more prospects, and maybe bring you some more loans. Mm. So selfishly and selflessly, you're going to help out your client and you're going to help me out at the same time. I want to do a cross call on your property so that whenever you guys get anyone that comes in, I'll know for for a fact, look at it and make sure that that one's not going to fall out. Because a lot of people miss very small details that could blow up at the end, like a large deposit on a bank account that could, if they can't source it, well, then guess what? The underwriter is not going to fund it. Yeah. And something, something as simple as a gap in employment on an FHA that they didn't account for. And mm-hmm. are they working enough after to be able to actually get that loan? Are they accounting for that? Do they know what they're doing? Sometimes, yeah, they do know what they're doing. And I know the other lender and I won't even have to look at his loan. I'll be able to say like, Hey, I know that guy. He's awesome. Go ahead. But I know that when I was first starting and I was going against a cross-qualifying lender, it wasn't ever in a place of hostility. It was at a place of like, hey, I'm just trying to help them out. So you've had that done to you in the reverse. Yeah, but it's always, it's never on a, the, the, the wrong way of going about it is because you want to steal the loan. Right. That's just a dick move. Excuse yeah. my language. No, it's you cool. know? straight up. <laughs> it's, honestly, like you can't, don't steal someone's loan if they worked hard for it to get that loan just by going like, by undercutting them. You know, like people are going, oh, you know, he's giving you a 4% rate. I can give you 38 yeah, like, yeah. look, I built the rapport with the client. I did all the stuff. The reason I'm cross qualifying with you is because your listing agent asked for it. Right. I was like, you're gonna really, you know, you're gonna really shake me just because my client wants that house. <laughs> you know, the only time it's 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 okay to take the loan is when they don't have a lender. Yeah. You know? Or you or, can you can see a blatant. Lender, yeah. yeah. Or if their lender doesn't know what they're doing. Yeah. Or if their lender is like an online lender, and and you know we don't really really care for online lenders. Or if their lender is Zillow Mortgage. Right. Yeah. Let's bury them. Um, well, and they're probably doing a half-assed job anyways. Um, so Zillow will never be a sponsor, I guess. No, but anyway, that, side that's note. How that's how I sell. I sell it as value add. I sell it as a way for me to kind of like, I always, I always use the word selfishly, selflessly being selfish. Yeah. 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 So, Cause I, I want to get something back for me, but I also want to help you out at the same time. Well, and, and the thing I want to, again, I don't want to be the, uh, you know, the dead horse, but again, I, you know, because I've brought this up on so many occasions with loan officers, what this is indicative of who you are, AK, as, as a mortgage loan professional is, first of all, you have a lot of confidence in yourself and your ability and your skills. And secondly, you convey that to your realtor partners. So that immediately, probably, you probably don't work with a lot of weenie head agents, I'm assuming. No. No, no, I fired a lot of agents in my first year. And, you know, people were kind of like, why would you fire agents? They're giving you deals and stuff like that. Well, the thing is, is like you can't grow unless if you have these like agents that are holding you down, taking a lot of your time. It's like, it's like, okay, if you can, if you can spot a rock star and you know that they're worth your time, yep. I all day long. Some of my best agents are brand new agents that I get in there, they have the confidence, they're ready to go. They just need the tools to be able to go out there mm-hmm. and actually get it and send it and bring bring stuff back home. But there are agents that I've worked with that I've done door knocking with for four hours just to build the rapport, right? Mm-hmm. 
done open houses with multiple times. I, I mean, I skin my knees on all these, all these people. All right. Time out, time out. What do you yeah. mean? A 24 year old do, doing door knocking? What are you talking about, man? Dude, that's how I started my, my business. <laughs> I started my business, uh, by door knocking for refinances. That's how I, that <laughs> that's right. you told me that. That was yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's how I got a first couple of my loans. I was just door knocking for refinances in my all neighborhood. Right. So I love this because we're, 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 this is going exactly where I wanted it to. All right. So the cross cross qual thing, people listening, test it out, try it, get your script, get your value prop down and start testing it out with strong agents, not weak ass agents, agents who want like, like back to Walter Sanford. When he taught me that I kind of had the same kind of reluctance. And here's what he said to me. He goes, Jeff, one of the number one things agents want good agents is they want iron fisted client control. That's what they want. And so they want yeah. the certainty that that transaction is going to close. So if you can help deliver that certainty, if it's the right agent, they're all in on that. Yeah. All yeah. right. Cool. Now, 24, Instagram, getting deals from social media, blowing up, living large, whoop, whoop, door, <laughs> door, door knocking? Come Dude, on, that man. Was, does that, that stuff work? It does. Dude, okay. So that's, that's how I started all my, all my, first, <laughs> my first loans. I mean- It's being sarcastic, right? Yeah. I was 22. <laughs> When I was 22, I mean, like people don't people don't go out there and do the basic stuff. There's one one thing that I tell my agents all the time. They're like, "Hey, man, I want I want to know how to get these Facebook leads. I want to know how to get these Instagram leads because I don't want to go out there and do open houses anymore. I don't want to do door knocking anymore. I don't want to work. I don't want. Yeah, I'm like, why why are you a real estate agent? Right. If you're not door knocking, you're not doing open houses. You're not doing any of that any of any of that stuff. Not prospecting. You're not dialing for dollars. Don't be a salesperson because you have to go and prospect. That's that's our bread and butter. Yep. And I was just telling you, was, I just hired a new assistant. She's awesome. And she's, uh, she's getting training right now. I'm actually here in Ranch Cucamonga. I'm not in San Diego. But I was just telling her, I was like, honestly, the reason why I have you is because I've been getting like, just been too into my files. I haven't been able to go out and door knock. I haven't been able to go out and dial like for five hours and just hit refinances all day. Like while she's been working on my files, I you know grabbed four new refinances in the last two days just by calling people. It's just mm-hmm. easy, yep. you know? And people don't think that it works. They're like, oh, who's going to, if you go consumer direct, you're never going to get anything. You have to go to real dreams. I'm like, no, you can, if you, you can always get deals as a mortgage lender because we have refinances. Mm-hmm. Hell, we have reverse mortgages and they pay out way more than, than refinances do. And there's a mm-hmm. bunch of them out there. Yep. And the best way to get them are to talk to these Transamerica, Primerica guys, because they're going to hit you up. They want you, they want you to work with them and all that kind of stuff. But all of their clientele are 65 plus. Mm-hmm because they're doing life insurance and all that kind of stuff. Right. Right. And I mean, as long as it, as long as it's a good deal, yeah, I mean, it can't be, can't oh, be yeah. one the no, 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 no. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fiduciary responsibility. hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. So door knocking, is that something you still do or just. Full I'm not around to it as much, but I mean, yeah. for, so when I first started, mm-hmm. a lot of the reasoning behind door knocking was going out with new agents, having them feel more comfortable with going out and door knocking. Cause they have someone there with them. They're not bored. It's the same thing with open houses. I mean, I was just like, that's how I kind of sold myself on open houses too. Hey, do you want me to be there just in case you get bored or, or no one comes through? I would love to, you know, just get to know you a little bit, you know? And that, like some people were just like, yeah, I mean, I last, last week, it didn't have anyone come in. And then when they have another dud, then I go like, hey, what if we kind of fix the criteria a little bit on your open houses and try to find something that's hot to the market or someone that's on your team or something like that. But on the door knocking aspect, you get three hours of undivided attention with this agent, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and you get to, and you get to show them that you're ready to pound the pavement with them literally. And yeah. instead of being the guy that's behind the desk that answers the phone and, you know, springs up when the, they, when you say the word loan or pre-approval, you know, talk about building loyalty too. Yeah. All day long. I mean, that's, that's, he's that's, out there sweating in the summer, getting bit by dogs with me, man. I'm going to oh, fight man. for him to get a deal. And I'm dark. I retain heat, dude. I sweat. I sweat like crazy. I'm Indian. I'm hairy. I get. I get so sweaty. It's not good. I'm like, oh, awesome. and I even tell him like, like, can we go a little bit earlier in the morning when there's a little bit of a crisp, cool air? I was, thank God I'm in. I'm in San Diego though. Yeah. If I was, I would not even touch door knocking in, in where I'm at right now in Riverside County, dude. There's no way. Well, I, I, I don't want to hang out here because I just want to make kind of a closing point here. But lately, I've been frustrated uh, because and I'm sure you've seen this, there's a lot of people, depending on who you follow out there, it's like, you know, you, you can't do business this way. Like the people talk about how door knocking is dead. For instance, somebody shared a story recently uh, about an agent who knocked on their door and um, the other person in the house 
you know, opened up the door and let's face it, the story was shared and that there was a bad script and the door got slammed in this agent's face. And the message was you moron realtors still doing business that this way. Are you completely out of touch? And, and my immediate answer was, gee, that person sounds pretty rude to be slamming yeah. the door in somebody's face like that. Number one, number two, this is my, my big tagline about marketing is what works in marketing. Everything works some of the time, but not everything works equally well for everybody or in every area. So you got to get clear on what works for you in your area. You probably aren't going to go door knocking in downtown San Francisco. No, New York City. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in those areas, you're better off doing something like a like a Facebook ad and just kind of being in everyone's phone and getting those like little I forget what they're called. They're like these little like these little tags that you put in your your pocket, and whenever you enter a room, your virtual business card goes on everyone's phones that are in the area. Whoa! So like like blasts out into like so like people are in starbucks they turn the thing on and bam like everyone gets like a little message on their phone and it says akshay patel next level lender is in the area have you been thinking about buying a house i haven't heard of it and then it has your picture it has your picture on it and then you could just be sitting there you know (laughs) you're like hey (laughs) if you want to talk lending come on over to me man (laughs) the brown guy in the corner (laughs) i was awesome I love like it, that, I love it. Like, that, like that would be better suited for a place in San Francisco or like those little hubs that you can do in Facebook where you do like a, like it's a mile radius or you can even do like a neighborhood. And I was telling them like door knocking is very good if you do it smart, right? Mm-hmm, if, you mm-hmm. do, if you door knock and you also do, uh, you also do mailers with Facebook ads in the neighborhood that you're door knocking in, that's complete coverage. You're blanking in that neighborhood and they're going to be, they're only thinking about you because yeah. you're on Facebook when they open their phone. You're in their mailbox when they check their mail and you're at their door when they're at home. Right. And so it's like you you kind of hit them at all different areas. And then guess what? You're doing like Instagram ads too. You're on there, you're on Instagram. You can't they can't get away from you. It's shock and awe, baby. Carpet bombing. Exactly. Exactly. Just guerrilla warfare, dude. That's you just go in there and you and you completely blow their mind with how much you're around. And they they might be annoyed by you, but it works. You know, like a lot of times I start with, you know, I was really annoyed with how much you were contacting me, but at the end of the day, no one else really works for my business. And you made me feel a little special. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, who wants it the most, you know? Yeah. They, they feel like little schoolgirls that are getting chased around by all the popular kids. It's like, oh, all well. right. So what is your primary source of business right now? My primary source of business right now is realtors, realtor referrals. How many realtors roughly do you, do you break them into different tiers or how do you structure realtor relationships? I don't core model it. I built out my own model. Uh, it's called the, uh, star 15. So I have 15 agents that I've, uh, that I focus on primarily to build them up, to all get them up to, uh, my, my, I want to get to 300. So my thing is like, okay, well, how do I get 300 units? Well, if I can get all my agents up to like 25, 30, 30 deals, then I'm going to, I'm going to reach that goal, you know? If I can get them there, and then the way that I kind of think about it is like, all right, if I can get them, if I can get them even higher, and I account for like fifty percent of the clients go to someone else because they just come in, or a bank takes them, or they shop me, or something like that, right? If I can get my agents to be rock star agents, close three to four loans, uh, or three to four deals uh, a month, each and every one of them, and I focus in, and I just go narrow, and I go, you know, deep instead of going wide, mm-hmm. then. There's a lot more loyalty. There's more fun here. Yeah, yeah. I still do all the stuff where I'm just kind of I know everybody here. Like I'm still doing the 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 phone calls to new agents and the, and my agents even ask me this: Why are you calling other agents? I thought you only wanted 15. I said that's a very good question. I told you that my thing is I want to make sure that they know who I am, and I'm not like digging around here. I I really want them to know who I am because. When our client puts an offer on their house, we get that accepted, which means I get another escrow, which means you get another paycheck as well. So I was like, so so let me do my dials. Let me call them. Don't have any, I'm not cheating on you, you know, other than with 14 other people, but that's it. I'm only cheating with 14 other people. That's it. I'm not cheating right. with anyone, anyone else. And yeah, we get sprinkles of people like sure. sending us deals from those guys, right. but that's like, that's like extra business. We don't have to do anything for that business. We're not... We're not invested in that agent. So if they send us a deal, then we're like, yeah, cool, whatever. Well, we'll take the loan. How do you identify your initial star 15? Does that, does that ebb and flow based on engagement? It's uh, We dial it down to production per the first year we work with them. We do quarterly meetings 
with them. Let me me back it up first. How do you even identify who you want to add to that list? So we kind of go through, we have a way to look up our agents' numbers. So production. So yeah, production. What's your minimum, uh, by the way? Sorry to keep interrupting, but I want to make sure I, bam, bam, bam. The way that we broke it down was you have, if you're a brand new agent in the first six months, you have to have at least two deals done. And that, in my mind, that gives you three months to get ready. And that means that you're actually working and that you probably have some in the pipe as well. You got them in the hopper. And that's when they're right for the picking. They're like, no one's really going after them just yet. They're still only doing two deals this year, but they've done it in a six month time span, you know? And then the other way is if you've been in the industry for a year, I want to see that you've done six. If you've been in it for two years, I want to see that you've done 12 in one year. And if you've been in it for three plus, you have to be doing 15 plus. Okay. And so that's kind of how we go about it and how we think about how we want to bring the agents on. And in that way, we because we invest a lot of time with them. We send out a business plan to them before we do our meeting. And then we have them fill it out 17 pages long. We built it ourselves. It goes deep dive into it. And then once you once they fill it out, they bring it to the they bring it to the table. If they did not fill it out, did not do it, we end the appointment right there. We go like, "Hey, we expected you to do this. You didn't do it. That's so uh, we're not going to be a good fit. We already don't have enough accountability." And then the other thing is, all right, let's pause right there. So we yeah. got listen, the listeners wondering how many agents, you know, because the, the, the thought in people's heads is, you get agents to fill out a fourteen page business plan before they meet with you. Yeah, because we tell them like we're going to offer you more than just what lenders offer you. We're we're trying to build a partnership, and we only want to work with fifteen agents. So what that means is, yeah, we take up backup offers, you know, because one of those agents is going to end up either you know having some some family issue or an issue of, of what that the other, and we have to keep on moving on. We have to you know we're going to lose agents here and there. It just happens. It's how the world works. So we want to be able to go deep with someone where we're going to go, you know, videos. We're going to do. We're going to help you with your Instagram growth. We're going to help you with Facebook ads. We're going to help you with, if you want to build leads, we're going to do open houses with you. We're going to do all that stuff. We're going to mastermind with you. And that way of working it has worked out with the agents that we've, we've done already because it builds a loyalty and they, it's almost like they feel like they need us to be yeah. successful because they, they put in line with their, their growth. They're like, what's the one common denominator? It's like that we work with them. Yeah, it's it's called the pain of disconnect. Right. So I could go get a loan somewhere else, sure. But what I can't get, and you know, because most people aren't doing what you're doing, lenders. What I can't get is that additional value. Right. And so a lot of people don't want to do the value stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't want to give in the value. And so when I was talking to my business partner about this, I was like, you know, it's 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 high risk, high reward because I think off first off, we're going to start off pretty slow. Because we're we're gonna be you know building rapport with these agents, we're firing a lot of the ones that don't do anything, mm-hmm. and we're gonna be scheduling appointments and leaving gaps open when people don't show up with the seventeen page filled out business plan, and we have to shoot them away. Then the, we just wasted an appointment slot. Mm-hmm. It really says though what it's, what's clear to me is that you have you have a standard of who you're willing to work with. Yeah, I mean, I think that everyone should. I think that there's like. Like, I think first year, yeah, go out and try everything, you know, have fun. It's like the first year of college, you know what I yeah. mean? Go wild. Go try Get everything. Bloody, go throw up, all that. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now it's time to, now it's time to dial in a little bit. Second year, you really start uh, defining who you are and who you want to be and, and what your standards are. Third year, yeah. all right, I'm only going to go after, you know, eights, nines, and tens. I don't want to mm-hmm. deal with anything else. You know, fourth mm-hmm. year, maybe you find the girl that you want to be looking for. And in this case, 15 of them. And, uh, and you, and you just go with that one and you start, you start riding that wave and that's, and that's how you end up just developing a greater rapport. And then, so a lot of people go like, well, what about, and even my coach had pushback on this on the Mm -hmm. 15, the 15 realtor deal. He goes, well, you need a lot more. And I was like, well, we're, we are still meeting with agents. We just aren't investing any time. And, and I think that that's where there's a, there's a loss of, disparity there because a lot of people are giving the same amount of attention to 40 different agents when you can give, you know, if you give half that attention or you give 200% of that attention to 15 agents yeah, and then you have, you know, just sprinkled in a little bit, you make, you take a phone call, you answer like every now and again for other people, you answer a question. And, but for the most part, our Instagram is educational based. So they, they see us all the time. 
So people will send us deals on, or we'll get leads that way. But when Mm -hmm. we get leads, it's like, we're not, we're not just trying to send them out to new agents that we don't work with. You know, we give them to the people that, that we work with. It's kind of your, your, the inner circle concept. So you got your star 15. And like you said, just by, you know, being in the market and doing what you're doing, you're going to attract business, but those people may or may not get inside your inner circle, your star 15, but that's okay. The two or three deals, they flip you a year. We're not going to say no. Right. Because I mean, like when we looked at it, I was looking at, um, in San Diego specifically, there's a lot of people that work with one lender, right? There's like, there's a lot of the bigger agents, they work with one lender. And I asked them on the phone and I was like, Hey, I know you work with this guy. And I'm not trying to sue your business. I honestly just want to know, you know, why and how did he get to that point? And I've called the lender himself and I've gone like, hey, dude, like I really, I really, I'm very attracted to your model and how you built your business. I'm new to the game. I really want to know how I can grow my game. And so, I mean, it's it's humbling in the fact that you don't have to, you're not, you're not the best. You're never going to be the best. There's always going to be someone better, but you can always learn and try to get there. You yeah. know? So I always try to call different lenders and meet up with them all the time and meet up with the top guys in San Diego. If they'll take, take a minute with me so I can talk to them just like in, in mastermind, dude, like I was hanging out with as many lenders as possible to ask, picking their brain. I was picking your brain. I was picking, you know, like Ben Anderson's brain. Yep. I was talking to uh, Dave Savage, which I'm actually gonna, like hang out, hang out and talk to him tomorrow. But I mean, like all these people that know what they're doing, it's like, if you can pull like little nuggets and know what works for you and all that kind of stuff, then it helps you build. But I mean, exactly. with, with agents, with our agents, it's like, well, if we can, if we can be associated with all those guys and all of them are doing, let's call it 20 million, 25 million, right. Which is not bad for an agent. That's not bad at all. If you're doing $25 million of production for the most part, you're, you're doing really well. You're, you're Okay. <laughs> you're making over half a million dollars and you're, you know, you're, you're, you're living life. You're loving it. And so that, in that regard, if everyone looks at those and what's the common denominator and then it's, you know, this guy, mm-hmm. they're wondering why. Right. Right. What, what would you say? Uh, we got a few minutes left here. What's the toughest part or what has been the toughest part as you've ramped up and grown your business? Oh, the scaling factor. So I've, uh, so we were doing all this stuff and we started like crazy crushing the videos, started getting all these like agents that wanted to do the business plan and, and get them going. And we started getting fired a lot of like deals Mm -hmm. and we didn't have the manpower to handle it, Mm -hmm. you know? And so in, in that regard, I was letting a lot slip through the cracks and it made me look bad, you know? And that's, that's, um, that's on me, but that's also why we ended up hiring someone and we know that we have to keep on doing that if we're going to grow. And so um, we were always kind of a little bit greedy in the beginning. And me personally, I didn't really have that growth mentality of like, I need to have someone that's going to help me. I just figured I can do it best. So I'm going to do it myself. Right. And then, and then it took me away. Like I said, it took me away from prospecting because I'm sitting there in a file dealing with a fire, talking on phones. And also, by the way, I have to make my meeting today. You know, <laughs> right. And, and yeah. it's like, and I can't focus on all of those things. So when I have someone that's boots on the ground, they're working. They're able to handle my production. They're talking to all the ops teams. They're really making sure everything's taken care of. I think that that's where the real growth is going to start happening, which is why I'm pretty confident that I'll be able to get to 100 million this year. Hopefully, I know it. I really think I can. Yeah. And and I mean, it's in six months, so I'm going to have to bust my ass. But I mean, I don't have to do anything other than prospect now. I have a a badass production officer that's that's helping out with just. Uh, you know, she was an underwriter. She was a senior loan processor. We, she did a, she did loan management for 15 LOs and one branch. So she knows what she's doing. Yeah. So we ended up snagging her, paid a little bit extra, but we, you know, we were trying, we, we, we've had five assistants and she's the fifth one. We fired all four of them within two weeks because we, we just couldn't do it. They're all green to the industry or they're somewhat brand new and we couldn't have time to train and we wasted time with them and all that kind of stuff. So we ended up learning and how did you find your assistant? I'm curious. The current uh, my business partner actually used to work with her. Okay. All right. So, so yep. we put out, we, yeah, we put out little feelers. Networks, um, fear of influence. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We look, we put out little feelers in LinkedIn and Facebook and stuff like that. And she ended up, you know, coming to us and it was perfect. It was, cool. It was so, all right, as we close it out here, what are you looking f- to do differently 
Uh, and it doesn't have to be, the answer could be no, nothing. Cause everything, you know, is working and you're cool, but are you diversifying into other, um, ways to generate business than you've currently been doing? Yes. I'm trying to dive into LinkedIn a little bit more. I'm trying to understand that mm-hmm. and, uh, funnels. So I've been playing with funnels a lot. I have a, I do, I have a, a coach that teaches me funnels and, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, that's like, you can sell them, but my entire, my entire mentality is that if I can build one out and I can give it to an agent and then I can generate them leads and then I sell it to them as every single lead that comes in here, you have to give me the loan. Mm-hmm. So you like talking that, about Facebook ads and stuff? Yeah. Facebook ads, Google AdWords, like that kind of stuff. Okay. I mean, I'm Indian. I'm good at technology. I can figure it out. That's my, that's like, that's my niche. I'm like, I, I, so I go in there and I try to learn all this stuff. And, and so, I mean, the more I can learn on that, the more I can teach my agents, the more leads I can bring in for everybody. And the more it's going to be organic and it's not going to be this fluffed up leads that come in. I mean, people are going to say, ah, I got 250 leads from my agents last month. It's like, great. But how many of them close? Like one, right. that dude, that's less than 1%. Yeah. That's less than a half a percent. Mm-hmm. You know? And in that regard, it's like, you're, you're doing nothing else. And this is how I think about it. I, maybe I'm pessimistic, but the way that I think about that is if I get 250 leads to my agent and they were just sitting there calling them and it was on chance of half a percent of them closing, I'd be like, dude, just sit in your database. If you sit in your database, you'll get one deal closed and it's not going to be as many phone calls and it's not going to take you that long and you're not going to be as stressed out right. and you're not going to get hung up on as many times and you're not going to waste as much time. I mean, that, that, that just blows my mind. 250 phone calls, if you do three minutes a call, that's a lot of time. Yeah. You know, that's over 10 hours. That's, that's like 12 hours of calling. Yeah. But is that, that's the nature of a lot of the online leads, right? It's the one, one to, I mean, half to 3% and 3% is rich are like, you know, ready to close now. But that's on the very, very kind of like minuscule type ads that get built. They were just like, just one off ads that come in and it's, uh, just, it's supposed to be saying. just generating people clicking on it. Right. Which doesn't but work. Right. If you go funnel and you go long form, right, then right. you're going to get less leads, yeah. but they're going to be more quality. And it's and right. the saying has always been and always will be quality over quantity. Right. Right. Exactly. It's you know? a good point. hundred percent. And that's a whole nother conversation too, regarding Facebook leads and quality yeah. over quantity and people thinking it's a freaking slot machine. I'll just pull it and <laughs> magic happens. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. So you got to know the game you're in on that. Okay, cool, man. Well, listen, this has been awesome. Uh, I got to jump because we got, I got another call to go to, but I really, really appreciate you. There was a lot of nuggets shared in this. I took like a, a page of notes and I know the listeners are going to love the, the very specific, not only strategy, but tactics, like executable tactics and kind of dialogues and stuff. So I'm really thrilled that we had this chat. Yeah. Oh, one thing I wanted to mention. Yes. A lot of, a lot of why I think that we, we kind of went over this. I think we were trying to talk about it, but we didn't get a chance to. Um, a lot of why I was okay when I only being two years in actually originating is because in three years in the back end, I was learning um, from a mentor. My guy, Adriel Sparzo was at PRMG and I learned from him. Mm-hmm. And then I also hired a coach and, you know, oddly enough as a Tom Ferry coach and his name is Aaron Chua and he's an absolute monster. And so like all these guys, I like, having mentorship and paying for that and investing in yourself is I think the most important key that I think I put in my life that would, that helped me excel because I mean, I, if you pay for a coach and yeah, it's maybe $1,200 a month, but $1,200 a month to generate 10000 or 12000 that's a great ROI. Things yeah. that you wouldn't do, things that keep you accountable. I mean, that's why people get trainers at gyms. I have a trainer yeah. at my gym because I, there's no way I'm going to work myself out as hard as that guy's going to work me out. He has me throwing yeah. up every Thursday. Uh, you know? I'm going to call him and, and tell him to double down on you. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? After Vegas, I need it. <laughs> right? Uh no, that's awesome. You're right. Everybody does need a coach. We all need a coach. Uh, and, and oftentimes because we can't see ourselves in our blind spots, we all exactly. have blind spots. Exactly. That's awesome. So listen, for people who want to reach out to you, where should they follow you? Give us your Instagram, all that jazz. Yeah. At next level lender. And then our, uh, our, we actually do like little lending coaching tips at next yes. level lending tips. And, uh, and then you can, you can have my number eight, five, eight, two, zero, seven, eight, four, three, six. You want to text me, call me, chat with me. I'm, I'm always open to having a good conversation with good people. Yeah. And uh, obviously you can DM me, slide in my DMs if you want to follow me for sure. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I would definitely agree. Follow you because you are doing a lot of good things that we can model as loan officers, both on your training, you know, Instagram um, feed, but also just to kind of observe what you're doing out and about there. I love the yeah. fact though that, man, you know what I mean? I mean, listen, I, I hate to co- keep going, oh, the fact that you're young or whatever, but look, it, yeah. you've, you've got kind of this old soul to you a little bit. I don't know if you've been told that before. Yeah, um, I have been. But all, time. all right. All right. All right. That's cool. Because you do, man. Where it's like a lot of people... <laughs> A lot of people in your case, I'm sure you see it every day. They're like, ah, well, phone, phone call. Let me just do it all online. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, that's a big, bright, shiny headline. That sounds good. But in the reality, it's a different story. I mean, it comes from, it comes from having a mentor, man. It's important to have someone that teaches you how to do it because we don't know what we don't know. And so right, we just right. look at what we do know and what we do know. And being a millennial is we know our phones and yeah. we know that. We know about Zillow and Redfin. And so they just go like, oh man, well, if I can just do everything on Instagram, that's the thing. People will deep dive on Instagram and they'll get like no leads at all because they have 200 followers. I'm like, I don't know why I'm not getting business yet. I post every day that I'm, I post a house on my Instagram every day. Well, first off, people don't want to see a house on Instagram. They go on Zillow, look at houses. Mm-hmm. It's like, they want to see about you. They want to know about you. They want to know about your lifestyle. They want to see that you're a cool guy to hang out with because people are going to work with you as you. They, I mean, they have so many options. Why would they choose you? Mm-hmm. Outside of, I mean, for real estate agents, Right. It's not even where if you're a buyer's agent, there's no cost to you. Right. It's just a matter of who you are, who they want to spend their time with. hundred percent. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, um, again, appreciate you. All the yeah, links man. you just mentioned will be in the show notes and listeners as always. Thanks for tuning in. You know what to do if you like this episode or others. Leave us a little love on the socials, on the webs, wherever you listen to this podcast. Appreciate you. And we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to Mortgage Marketing Radio. Want more truth in mortgage marketing? Get more free training and resources at MortgageMarketingInstitute.com. Hey guys, what's up? Real quick, uh, you've heard about the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership before. And I just want to quickly remind you if that you're in a place in your business where you simply need more purchase loans, you need to fill your pipeline with purchase business. Let's just face it. Agents are still a solid pillar of business and sources of purchase business for you. Well, good news. Our Mortgage Marketing Pro membership helps loan officers like you close more loans without the hassle of chasing agents or cold calling. Done for you agent classes, expert training videos, a marketing automation platform that automates the entire process for you, everything you need to build your personal brand in your local market, attract and convert agents into referral partners, plus done for you proven marketing materials and plug and play content to make promoting your class, getting agents butts and seats, partnering with affiliates real easy. But that's not all. You'll also get access to our weekly mastermind calls with top LOs, authors, speakers, and coaches to learn the best strategies to grow your business right now in today's market. And as an extra bonus for a limited time, for all new members, you'll get access to a database of 200 agents in your local market that have closed anywhere to, from 8 to 50 transactions in the last 12 months. And we'll provide that list uploaded into our platform for you so you can get off to a fast start in reaching actually productive agents. So what are you waiting for? You can check out more at mortgagemarketing.pro, see more of the success stories there. And if you feel compelled to do so, book a call. We'll have a chat. We'll see if it's a fit. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your mortgage business to the next level right now. Head over to mortgagemarketing.pro.